On today's podcast, Chris Burns, VP of Sales at Conway Communications, a franchise with Wireless Zone, will be joining us to talk about servant leadership. Welcome to the Wireless Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Shader. Our mission is to help leaders in wireless retail expand their leadership abilities so they can make a larger impact on the people they lead. John Maxwell says everything rises and falls on leadership, and we believe if you want to grow your store, your district, or your company, you first need to grow yourself as a leader. Chris, welcome to the show. I appreciate you taking the time to join me on the very first Wireless Leader Podcast. Why don't you take a few moments to introduce yourself and talk about your background in wireless retail. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on uh, your your first podcast. This is an honor. I love to love to do stuff like this, and um, so thank you for having me. Um, my my background in the industry, like you said, I'm currently VP of Sales for our organization, but I've been blessed enough to have um, uh, a li- almost a 16 year career in the wireless industry that that started out at Alltel Communications um, on the sales floor. Um, so so now I have an opportunity to lead people who are district managers over leaders who were doing the position I had when I was first in this industry. So uh, this industry has taken me through um, several different positions. I was in frontline sales for um, a little over three years. Uh, I got my first management position as an assistant manager that traveled around to multiple different Alltel stores in uh, Northwest Ohio where I'm from. Um, from there, um, I switched over from uh, from Alltel to Verizon uh, at, at, during the buyout of 2009, uh, when that happened, and then um, you know I've spent my last uh, you know my last half of my career working for uh, premium retailers in the Verizon wireless industry with with Conway Communications with Wireless Zone now, and you know I've had um, a corporate training. Um, Position that allowed me to, to be a corporate trainer in a classroom setting. Uh, for the last um, eight years, I've been in uh, multi-unit leadership, and now I get to manage leaders who are multi-unit leaders. So um, I've got four district managers in our organization who are all amazing, and uh, so yeah, that's kind of where the wireless industry has brought me. I've loved every minute of it. That's great. And and Chris, to get us started, you know, why servant leadership? Why servant leadership over any other leadership style or any other leadership theory for you? So, so my, um, I should probably start uh, the answer to this question by talking about my why a little bit. Um, I, I exist in this industry. My, my charge, what I, you know, hold myself accountable to is development of people. Um, you know, it's great that we're selling phones, but I could work for any organization selling anything. And if I get an opportunity to develop the people that report to me, um, that's that's what that's what my that's where my passion lies developing people um why servant leadership you know i've i've tried for me personally i've tried different leadership styles and um what I've realized about servant leadership is that's what the people are thirsty for. That's that they 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 want to be developed, whether they'll admit it or not. At the end of the day, if people aren't um, growing in your organization, if they're not being developed, if you don't hold yourself accountable to developing the people around you, um, they're not going to be around very long. Um, I've tried, you know, I've tried the carrot and the stick. I've tried managing by fear before. That was an epic failure, um, which I can talk about a little bit later. But, you know, servant leadership to me is two parts. It's about 
Um, it's about serving your people in the trenches side by side, um, never asking anyone to do anything that you wouldn't do yourself, and, and you know throughout your organization being of service with a servant mindset, uh, but also at the same time holding your people accountable to the things that they're committing to do to you from a behavioral standpoint so that they're always, uh, they're always being developed and being challenged to be a better version of themselves. Um, you know, you hear the word servant leadership and the word servant um, in, inherently in and of itself requires a little bit of humility, but not without the accountability piece and, and holding people to what they say they're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as we were studying a little bit about servant leadership, um, I think both of us were excited. We, we found that, you know, back in the 70s, a guy named uh, Greenleaf um, coined the term servant leadership and wrote, wrote a book or an article called The, the Leader as a Servant. Um, the cool thing to me was he was all about growing and educating, like very educational background about, you know, taking people from point A to point B. And the other cool thing was the guy was working with AT&T. So he, he was in our industry, he was in our, <laughs> yeah. in our uh, tech field. So, uh, you know, I honestly didn't know that coming when we were prepared for that. And it was just kind of an extra kicker for me that servant leadership was born in, in, technology. Uh, in, in yeah. technology communications and uh, in our industry. So, um, Next question for you, Chris, is, you know, what what does servant leadership look like for you and your team? You know, people talk about it. How do you guys apply it? How do you guys take action with it? And, and what does it look like on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, so so for, for our organization, um, kind of our organizational structure is, you know, I'm, I'm the vice president of sales, and then I've got my four district managers. Each of my district managers has um, store leaders uh, that report to them, and they all have... Um, you know, four to five locations that report to them, and then we have our frontline salespeople. So, what servant leadership looks like in our organization? Um, you know, we have uh, we have um, a, a very fluid level of accountability uh, in our organization, so that the same one-on-ones I'm doing with my district managers, they're doing those same one-on-ones with um, with their store leaders, and those store leaders are doing the same behavioral-based one-on-ones with their frontline salespeople. So. Um, During those conversations, that's where for me the magic happens. We meet one on one. I meet one on one with all my district managers to really talk about um, you know what they're planning on doing that week to help serve their serve their people and hold their people accountable um, from a behavioral standpoint. So that's one thing that really ties into servant leadership is that um, that one on one time from from me to the DMs, the DMs to the leaders and the stores, and the store leaders to the salespeople. Um, Another thing is we have a uh, we have a leadership small group that meets um, on a like a video conference call uh, webinar on Thursday mornings for an hour, and um, we talk about podcasts. We talk about different YouTube videos. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some articles that we that we read and and um, are constantly developing each other, developing ourselves, and growing together as leaders. Um, so that's something too. Like we are in service of each other when we hop on those calls. We give each other our time. We dedicate. Um, you know, an hour every week to making sure that we're holding ourselves and our and each other accountable um, to developing our skill set um, when it comes to the 
to those um, to those leaders. So and all that all that you know that's that's free. We use Google Meet Google Meetings for um, for those webinars. We don't pay a nickel for that. Um, you know the podcast, the content, the books, the YouTube videos. That's all out there. That's totally accessible for free. So we do it in a very inexpensive yet very effective way. Um, but you know I I I actually just had something happen to me yesterday that I just thought of that kind of ties into the whole servant part of the servant leadership. Um, uh, my my district manager, um, Nate Hunter, and I, we, we pulled up to one of our locations in Indianapolis, and um, the first thing I noticed was two dirty diapers in uh, the parking lot of nice. all places. Like, as we're getting ready to walk into this Verizon store and have have our meeting and do our, our visit with um, the store leader there, and would it have been very easy for me to go in there, grab one of the sales reps, one of the frontline people, and say, hey, can you grab those two dirty diapers, right? Because that's not a good look for us, right, walking into a Verizon store. But living into that servant leadership role, I'm getting ready to have an accountability one-on-one with the store leader, and I need him to buy into what I'm saying. What better way to get his buy-in than to grab a couple paper towels, go grab those dirty diapers you know, from, from the front of the store, and get rid of those myself. So... Multifaceted, multi-level, um, you know, from this idea of servant leadership for me. Yeah, absolutely, I love it, and um, I love what we have going with our leadership small group. We call it. Um, it's been uh, way more rewarding than I was expecting. Um, you know, we get very busy during the week, so Thursday eight a.m. can be difficult um, as a guy that's got four sons at home and, and one of them being a year and a couple of months. Uh, eight o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning can be challenging, but I love it. It's one of my favorite parts of the week, and to see these guys and girls that um, have never really poured into themselves or given themselves much of a chance to educate themselves, um, and just watch them grow and watch them grow and watch them have conversations that are really high level and intelligent and cool, cool conversations. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because I think that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited to get into that because it's For been. Sure. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback from outside of the organization, and I'm excited to get through this semester so we can get on to the next semester, and hopefully we have three or four different groups and and different leaders leading those groups. So, uh, last question for you: Have you have you always considered yourself a servant leader? Um, I've. That's the very good question. Um, I've tried to always consider myself a servant leader, but I think early on in my career, I, I've learned how to be a leader, um, not just by YouTube videos and podcasts, but also by my own personal failures. I've learned how to be a decent leader because I've done it wrong so many times. And and the the whole idea of servant leadership, you can't have one without the other. You know, they, they, they play into each other. And what I mean by that is early in my wireless career, um, when I got my first leadership position, I was actually leading the people that I was on the front lines with. So this passionate, energetic group of individuals who were some of my closest friends, now I was charged with being there you know their direct supervisor, and I only focused on the leader, the the servanthood part of it, and I didn't focus on the accountability, right? So these guys, probably without even knowing it, just walked all over me, right? Like it was so hard for me to have a difficult conversation with these people because they were some of my closest friends, you know. Like I, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. And that's that's a, a, a the the worst way that you can, you know, lead people. The worst way that that, that leads to the worst results is by not holding people accountable to the things that you expect them to do. And that's where that leadership part comes in with the servant leadership. So I definitely consider myself a servant leader now because 
I'm serving the people that report to me. I'm serving my peers. I'm serving my leadership team. But at the same time, I am not afraid to have that difficult conversation if I see something that um, is outside of the realm of the expectations that I have for my people. So that's there's a balance there, right? You can't you can't just rule with an iron fist with the carrot and the stick without serving your people and having humility and loving and caring about your people. At the same time, you can't be that loving, caring, passionate leader that shows your people compassion all the time without having that accountability level too. So once you put those two together and you master both of those, that's where you see employees are happier because, you know, Jocko Willink, discipline creates freedom, right? If you have an organization and you just love your people and you never show them discipline, you never show them the accountability, they're not going to grow and they're going to be unhappy. They wouldn't admit it, right? But they'll be unhappy. And so, um, you know, that, that, that really plays into that idea of servant leadership, having the courage to meet with someone face to face, have that conversation that's going to be difficult for you um, because they're going to grow and they're going to be developed. And it's on the other side of those conversations is where, where people really grow and get better at what they do. Yeah. And I've, I've found that as you have those difficult conversations, they become easier and easier. Oh yeah, and then they also become more and more rewarding because you see the you know the rapid growth, the rapid acceleration um, after those conversations, and you know it's you know it's just so rewarding um, you know to to have something that you've been regretting, have that conversation, and then <laughs> somebody takes it the right way, and they're and they're they are better because of it. Yeah, um, and your relationships better because of it. So, yeah. um, a couple of things, surprise things, I'm going to throw at you. Okay, what are you listening to, and what are you reading right now? Oh, okay. So, um, so what I'm listening to. So, I'm a huge podcaster. Um, actually, um, I've been listening to a lot of Andy Stanley lately. Um, he does a lot of stuff. Actually, my, the most recent podcast I listened to was. Um, leadership and parenting by Andy Stanley and it's for parents on how to lead their kids and how to be mentors to their children but I've been correlating that a lot with my district managers not that I think that they're children but you know leading them in a way that that um, I mean we are a family we are a very very tight-knit group of individuals and um, you know it, it talks about Andy Stanley talks about that same kind of accountability with your kids and and so I'm, I'm just loving that and there's a huge correlation between how you lead your children and how you you know lead your subordinates at work um, I love listening to um, Craig Rochelle one of my favorites um, obviously you know you can, you can have comfort or you can have growth but you can't have both um, just that mindset he's put up out some great stuff on Instagram re recently too that I've been listening to and then um, I'm reading a book right now by Rob Bell called Love Wins. It's a it's a faith-based book about, you know, salvation and heaven and hell and, you know, all that stuff and, you know, if you're if you like to read Christian stuff, I don't do a lot of reading. Most of my, you know, most of my content comes from Audible um ebooks, you know, or not ebooks but uh, audiobooks and then and then podcasts too, but it's a it's a really really good book about, you know, your faith and your salvation and how that all ties together. So Great. Yeah. And, and and last thing for you would be, you know, store manager out there, what what is a what's a great way that they can Im implement servant leadership at their store with their team, with the people that they're leading? Yeah, so so the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, don't 
I know this is going to sound cliche, but don't ever ask your people to do something that you wouldn't do. Um, uh, it, it is my belief that the quickest way to get buy-in as a as a store leader, as a frontline store leader, is to do the things side by side that you're expecting your people to do. If you're just telling people to do something and you're not willing to do it yourself, that's going to be an uphill battle for you the whole way trying to get buy-in. If you guys want to make more phone calls to reach out to your customers, to market, to bring people in, the best way for you to do that before you ask anyone to make a call is to pick up the phone yourself and make 20 or 30 phone calls. Um, and then have courage. Um, I would I would recommend highly reading a book by Mel Robbins called The Five Second Rule. Um, literally, this book changed my life. Um, if you want to, if you want to figure out a way to have courage to have that difficult conversation with someone that you've been dying to have this conversation with that you know needs to hear from you, but you've been too scared to do it, this book will help you do that. I mean, it, it, you, you trick yourself into taking action before your brain talks you out of it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So those, those two things, you know, have the courage to take action um, where you know, um, you know you'll have that conversation, but do it with love. You know, have, speak the truth, but do it with love. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris, this has been great. Uh, the time has flown by, uh, and I once again, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down with me, uh, pour into these people, share your thoughts and your experiences with everyone, and um, I'm sure we'll do this many more times. You got it. Thanks for having me. I'd just like to say thank you to everyone that took the time to listen. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it on LinkedIn, share it on your favorite social media platform, share it with your teams. Um, this has been an episode of the Wireless Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Shader, helping leaders in wireless retail expand their leadership abilities. We hope to see you all next month.